Blessings to you and welcome to Walk in the Word. I'm your host, Robin Boone. Walk in the Word is a podcast where we are learning to live according to the Word of God. God's Word is powerful. It is quick. It is sharper than any two-edged sword. I'm going to read from Hebrews 4, 12, and then we're going to take a, a quick break, and then we're going to get into our episode. Hebrews 4.12 from the Amplified Version. God means what he says. What he says goes. His powerful word is sharp as a surgeon's scalpel, cutting through everything, whether doubt or defense, laying us open to listen and obey. Nothing and no one is impervious to God's word. We cannot get away from it no matter what. Woo, I tell you. All right, hang on. I'll be back in just a moment. As we know, God's word is really powerful. I I, said that in the intro and I read from Hebrews 4.12. On my heart today is for us to know how powerful we are as followers of Christ. As Christians, sometimes we can get discouraged. Sometimes we can get weary. Sometimes we can get tired. And and sometimes it's it's life. It's, it's working. It's family. It's children. It's uh, responsibilities. It's, it's taken care of. Uh, parents taking care of other loved ones or you know just work our work can be demanding we can also be involved in warfare and that can wear us out in an even greater measure so I want to read from a couple of scriptures today because I really want to encourage you I want to encourage you to be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might, because we have been given every spiritual blessing in heavenly places. We have been equipped as believers. We have been equipped to stand. We have been equipped to fight the good fight of faith. So let me read first from Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10, verses 10 through 18, actually. And I'm going to be reading from the message translation. Okay? So if you have Ephesians 6.10, um, it is the famous warfare scripture. So in the King James Version, and I'll get to the message, but I just wanted to, to preface this by just highlighting what the King James Version is. Uh, Ephesians 6.10. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. And so that's all I'm going to read from the King James. And now I'm going to read read it from the Message Bible. Because for me, it really comes alive. All right? And that about wraps it up. God is strong and he wants you strong. So take everything the master has set out for you, well-made weapons, 
of the best materials and put them to use so you will be able to stand up to everything the devil throws your way. This is no afternoon athletic contest that we'll walk away from and forget about it in a couple of hours. Oh no, this is for keeps. A life or death fight to the finish against the devil and all his angels. Be prepared. I'm going to say that again. Be prepared. You're up against far more than you can handle on your own. Take all the help you can get. Every weapon God has issued so that when it's all over, but the shouting, you'll still be on your feet. Truth, righteousness, peace, faith, and salvation are more than words. God's word, excuse me, learn how to apply them. You'll need them throughout your life. God's word is an indispensable weapon. In the same way, prayer is essential in this ongoing warfare. Pray hard and long. Pray for your brothers and sisters. Keep your eyes open. Keep each other's spirits up so that no one falls behind or drops out. There is so much. This is, uh, that was the end of that uh, in the message translation. There's so much in this verse, in these verses. I really wanted to focus on being strong. I want to also talk about, so we're to be strong in the Lord. And that's key because we could try to be strong on our own. We could try to hold ourselves up and we can try to find all the tools within us And yes, 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 we have the Holy Spirit within us. And God has given us tools like prayer, like his word, like our brothers and our sisters. So there are battles that we can fight and win just with us and the Holy Ghost, okay? Just me and Jesus. But then there are times when the battles are so fierce and so overwhelming, when the devil has launched his attack and it's so, it's just so great. And I mean great in a good way. I mean, the devil great, It can only mean one thing, evil. He has launched his attacks and they are so great that we cannot, we dare not try to handle things on our own. We have the Holy Spirit. We have the word of God. We have prayer. And also God has given us one another. And I learned this recently, a battle I've been fighting for a long time. And... I've been dealing with it and handling it and praying and praying and praying. And I was listening to, I don't know if I was reading something and, and it just hit me. It was like, you know, Robin, 
you need to invite someone else that you trust and you know is not going to tell your business. You need to invite them into this battle so that they can know where you are and they can help you fight this thing. They can help you. They can pray with you. They can encourage you. And I did just that. And I'm so glad I did. I went to my sister and I said, you know what? I do need to talk because she's, you know, invited me to to share. I said, I do need to talk. And I need us to, to spend some time together. And when we did that, and I and I poured out my heart, and I, I felt safe, truly safe. We prayed together, we, we talked, we laughed about other things, and God lifted the heaviness of that warfare. It's still going on, but God is, is faithful. We need each other, y'all. We need each other. And I remember times, and I, I, I honestly believe that those times were times when God had kind of sequestered me, you know, put me off in, in a room, so to speak, and just really uh, allowed me to be with him. Because there are times in life when it's just me and him, it's just you and him, it's just he wants you all to himself. And for a period of time, it was me and Jesus. But we have to know when seasons change and we need somebody else. Not without Jesus, but with Jesus in the center, holding it all together. Reaching out to another person who's filled with the Spirit of God and sharing with them. Because as The writer said in this, in Ephesians chapter 6, we are up against far more than we can handle on our own. Take all the help we can get now. He lists the weapons that we have, truth, righteousness, peace, faith, and salvation. But then he says, pray for your brothers and sisters. Keep your eyes open. Then the last part in the message translation, he says, keep each other's spirits up so that no one falls behind or drops out. You remember when Cain uh, killed his brother, Abel, and God came to him and said, I hear your brother's blood crying from the ground. What's going on? Where, where is he? Now, God already knew. But he's like, okay, Cain, where is he? And Cain says to God, who, I don't know. Am I my brother's keeper? Am I responsible for him? We are our brothers and sisters' keepers. There's someone, as you're going through your battle, that God has specifically assigned to you. He keeps putting them in your path. You know you can trust them. Drop the pride 
drop the fear of being found out and uncovered. Drop the fear of being vulnerable. Lay that fear at the feet of Jesus and go to that brother and sister or the therapist, whatever God leads you to do, or the coach, whatever God leads you to do. Drop all of that and go and allow yourself to be free enough to pour out your heart so that one, that Christian brother or sister can pray for you and can encourage you and can lift you. Because I guarantee you, they don't want to see you fall out of this race or fall behind. They don't want to see you become a casualty of this battle. All right. So yes, we are brothers keeping out. Now I want to also read from 2 Corinthians chapter 3. Actually, I'm sorry. 2 Corinthians chapter 10. Verses 3 through 6. Powerful word. The world is unprincipled. It's doggy dog out there. The world does not fight fair. But we don't live or fight our battles that way. Never have and never will. The tools of our trade aren't for marketing or manipulation, but they are for demolishing that entirely massively corrupt culture. We use our powerful God tools for smashing warped philosophies, tearing down barriers erected against the truth of God, fitting every loose thought and emotion and impulse into the structure of life shaped by Christ. Our tools are ready at hand for clearing the ground of every obstruction and building lives of obedience into maturity. Wow. Let me read that. I will read that. All right. From the King James. For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalteth itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ and having an a readiness to revenge all disobedience when your obedience is fulfilled when we are mature, when we are converted, when we are changed, when we are transformed, then we can strengthen our brothers and our sisters. So listen, y'all, I want you to be encouraged. We do not serve a man be pan be God. We serve an all-powerful, all-knowing, ever, everywhere, present, omnipresent God. 
We are his children. We are his people, sheep though we may be. God has empowered us with every tool, every weapon of warfare that we need to be victorious in this life. If we see a brother or sister struggling to keep the faith, our responsibility, and I know we've heard this over and over, but our responsibility is not to step on them. We see a wounded warrior, a wounded Christian warrior. We have no business putting our mouth on them. What we have the business to do is to pray for them and reach out to them if we can get to them and find out if there's anything that we can do with them, for them. We are in this together. When someone in the faith falls, it does not mean they're outside of the faith. It means they fell. It means they're a believer who fell. And they need help sometimes in getting back up. You and I need help getting back up. We fall, we, we sin, and we need help. So I want to encourage us in this, in this Christian life, in this Christian journey that we are on, we must be there for one another unless God has specifically instructed one of our brothers and sisters to step aside and to get alone with him so that he can pour in the strength. And if that is the case in your life, you let that person know that has come to you and said, hey, is there anything I can do for you? Let them know, not this time. God has got me in a place where he wants to be the one to pour into me. When he releases me, I just need to know that you'll be right there for me and with me. So be encouraged, saints. We are warriors. We are strong in the Lord. We are strong in the power of his might. On our own, we cannot win this. The battle is raging. It's fierce. It's fierce within and it's fierce without. It's fierce in our communities. It's fierce in this nation. It's fierce in this world. We know what's going on. We see it. I want to encourage us to take off the carnality, take off the eyes of the world, take off the eyes of our flesh, take those eyes off and enter and venture in to the eyes of the spirit so we can see things the way God sees them. And we can fight this battle because as we just read in 2 Corinthians chapter 10, the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. They are not of this world. Every weapon we have is effective. God will show us how to use them the right way in every situation. This is really good. And this encourages me, y'all. This encourages me. 
It really does. As I read it, as I was looking at some world events, I was looking at it in a carnal way. But the Holy Spirit reminded me, you cannot look at these things in your flesh. You cannot look at these things through your own lens. You've got to look at it through the way God sees it. And then our prayers will be effective because we will enter into the spiritual realm and we will fight in prayer. We will war. It's amazing to know that we war on our knees. That's, or however you pray, okay? Whatever posture you take when you pray, you're warring. It's, I, I just get that picture of we're warring, but we're not picking up natural weapons. We're not picking up an actual sword. My pastor says, don't say. <laughs> he said, it's not sword, it's sword. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh. Um, anyway, so <laughs> we're not picking up a sword. We're not picking up an actual gun. We're not picking up an actual frying pan. <laughs> we're getting on our knees. We're getting before God. We're getting before him and allowing him to release his. Oh my God. We're allowing him to release his angelic hosts to fight on our behalf or on the behalf of our sisters and brothers or on behalf of children who cannot defend themselves or on behalf of women who, who are captured in situations or on behalf of of others who are just in dire situations. We have power. We have power. Don't think you don't have power. Come out of that weakness. The only weakness we have is dependence on our Heavenly Father. That's the only way we're supposed to be weak because then He is strong. Our weakness is our submission to our Heavenly Father and to his will. Jesus was so powerful, yet he submitted to his Father as he went to the cross. He submitted to the will of the Father. And in that, he was strong. Be strong in the Lord, saints. And in the power of his might, be encouraged to walk. Be encouraged to live this life. Don't back down. Don't let the enemy intimidate you into backing down. I'm going to say this last thing and I'm going to close. I remember I used to, when I first got saved and I learned how to pray and I would pray and I would pray and I would, oh, I would pray. And the and I could sense this, sometimes I would be in my room on my knees praying and I could sense this spirit, this darkness trying to come in. I will call it a foreboding spirit because it was like that spirit was coming in, trying to come in to forbid me to pray, that it would intimidate me into stopping and I would sense, I would get that little bit of fear, but I would keep praying. And eventually, the Spirit left. 
Sometimes that happens when we pray, saints. But I'm encouraging you and myself to press through. Whether you're in your room on your knees, whether you're driving in your car, whatever it is, know that the enemy doesn't want that. So anything that comes to hinder that, we have to set it aside. And if we know it's the enemy, if it's a, if it's a demonic spirit trying to enter in, then we know what to do. We keep move. We keep it. We keep praying. We keep calling on God. There are times now where I am, I'm in the grocery store. I'm just wherever. And I start praying in the spirit. I don't know why, but you know, under my breath, sometimes I'm just praying in the spirit, just praying, praying, praying. I can be sitting at work, just praying, praying, praying. I don't know what's going on, but God does. Somebody needs it. I might need it, but somebody needs that prayer, that, that, that Holy Spirit prayer. All right. All right. I'm going to close now. Father, I thank you in Jesus' name for this word. I thank you for the strength that I feel inside. And I pray that that strength is released into those who are listening. I pray, God, that you would move by your spirit and strengthen them to stand and and not just to stand for themselves, but to stand for their brothers and sisters and to continue to be encouragement. Lord, I pray that they would be the ones who would be trustworthy so someone, so those who know them can come to them knowing that they will not spread their business, knowing that the only one that they will release their concerns to would be you. Father, I pray for brothers and sisters who are struggling. God, I ask that you would send them, plant people in their lives who really won't share their business, who are trustworthy, because you know we need each other. Help them to know by the Spirit, because you did admonish us in your word, not to know any man after the flesh, only after the Spirit. God, have your way in our lives. I pray your blessings. I pray your peace. I pray your strength, your wisdom, your counsel into the lives of everyone who's listening. Lift them and encourage them, God. In the name of Jesus, amen. God bless you. I will see you on the next go round. I want you to feel free if you're on Spotify. You know you can leave me a voicemail. You can say, hey, Robin, this episode was this, this, this. Good, bad, then different. You can type me a message on there. You can reach me on social media. Please do. I'd love to hear encouragement. This word has been a blessing to you. Uh, You can reach me on Instagram. You can reach me on Facebook. Uh, Just leave me a message uh, in my direct messages or however you choose to do it. I've been blessed by those who have been encouraging me. And thank you so much. But God bless you. I'll see you next week. Bye-bye.